Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, Dan. Hey, Keith. This is episode one ninety one. I think. Yeah, yeah it sounds right. right. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're both here this week, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, we are. I am freshly back uh, from Disneyland, Disney After Dark, and Star Wars Celebration. Yeah, of which there were many influencers, mm-hmm. some of whom I don't <laughs> give a fuck about. <laughs> get fucked, Derek Voss. <laughs> He's never done a single unkind thing to me, but get fucked. <laughs> fuck you. Um, <laughs> we're starting the. <laughs> Five by five new rock stars rivalry. They don't give a fuck about us. <laughs> they have millions and millions of fans. <laughs> I'd say a mosquito picking a fight with an elephant right there. Let me tell you. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of news, a lot of stuff to do. Uh, most importantly, are people going to get their Blu-rays? Yeah, they are. Yeah, a little late, but they're going to get them. <laughs> yep. That's all right. Yeah, it turns out you can't uh, you can't mail things on Memorial Day. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Can you mail them on the days leading up to Memorial Day? Uh, not when you're working a lot. Okay, fair. All right. <laughs> well, they're coming. If we owe you a Blu-ray, it's comments in the mail. Uh, I believe they should be coming on the 6th. Okay, good. Well, that's good. That's yeah. Awesome. If you don't so, get it on the 6th, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, all right. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's hop into this. I got no new Patreons, no less Patreons, no hey. emails this week. I thought we'd have a giveaway. That had to do with a very fast blue rodent, but apparently we were not selected for that giveaway. Oh, all right. That's all right. <laughs> um, no charts. That's fine. No new reviews. <laughs> I, even, I even watched that movie. Did you? Yeah. I didn't watch it. It's fun. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I haven't seen either of them yet. Yeah. Well, they're both they're both good. Fun. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Good. Uh, very, very entertaining. <laughs> okay. No Venmos, but what's the number one movie in America, Dan? Gotta be Top Gun. Highway to the Danger Zone. Okay, we went two different ways with that. Um, correct, that is $126.7 million, which I don't actually know if that's good or not for that good movie. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know what it was projected. I feel like anything in the triple digits, you're, uh, you're doing all right. I mean, more than I have. Yeah. <laughs> that's a... Uh, Hundred and twenty six point six nine percent more than I have. Percent? Yeah. <laughs> that um I guess not percent, I guess million. Yeah, let's see, you got like what, eighty million lying around or something? Oh, that'd be nice. One minute. Come on, Powerball. Uh number two, Doctor Strange uh Multiverse of Madness with sixteen point one. Bob's burgers in third place, disappointingly. Boom. Oh, is that what you had? All three in a row. Oh, I should let you finish. Yeah. All right, what was the fourth? Uh, I don't got it. <laughs> uh, Downton Abbey, 5.8. Oh, okay. And Bad Guys, 4.4. 4. Makes sense. All right. Yeah. I wish Bob's Burgers had done better. Not that I saw it. Yeah. All right. Let's get into some trailers and shit. We saw the Gray Man trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, so it's on Netflix. It is by the <laughs> Russo brothers. They're really pushing yeah. the director of well, Captain and America. It's the, the writers, too. It's Marcus and McFeely oh, as well. And Chris doing Evans. Writing. And Chris Evans. So yep. It's really just everyone. Yeah. But, like, when you watch the trailer, it's like from the directors <laughs> of yep. Endgame yep. and Infinity War and Captain America. Yep. Look, it's America's ass. Yeah. The Gray Man. Who is also in Knives Out with Anna de Amras, who is in this movie right. as well. A lot of, 
A lot of shit going on there. Got Jessica Henwick in it, who is Colleen Wing. Oh. In the uh, Netflix MCU adjacent yeah. stuff. Um, yeah. All right. Well, it looks good. It looks fine. I think Jessica Henwick was a voice in the cartoon Blade Runner show. There was a cartoon Blade Runner show? I think so. On a, a HBO Max, I think it's okay. on. Like a, It might be like an Adult Swim Well, I'm still working thing. through Sopranos, so. And then Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Ryan Gosling. In Blade Runner. Uh, Blade <laughs> the Runner. sequel. True. True. <laughs> it's very, all of these people are connected to each other and different yeah. things. <laughs> so, uh. Looks good. I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah. I, I've not watched a lot of the um, Netflix action adventure movies. Yeah. But I mean, this has the right uh, ingredients for a good recipe. Mm-hmm. So. And much, much like the uh, number one movie this week, a lot of good mustaches. In a lot this of good mustaches. Trailer. Boy, <laughs> a toxic masculinity. If you, if you needed any more evidence that toxic masculinity is here to stay, just movie news and whatever the number one movie is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Off uh, off topic, but a segue to mustaches. I saw that <laughs> someone online had pointed out that the reason that Doctor Strange had that mustache guide mm. is because he's got shitty hands. Oh, uh, you yeah, know what I mean? It's hard to shave. It's hard to yeah. shave. Because like they pulled it oh, out, and Spider Man so is like sense. like a joke. Like yeah. oh, he, he oddly you know yeah. like, uses this goatee guide. Like oh, what a vain fucker! But he can't shave. Yeah. You got the shaking oh. hand. I know. Now I feel like a dick. I just always assumed he just used magic to shave. Right? <laughs> anyway, that was very ableist of all of us. Yeah. You know what I watched? What'd you watch? I watched uh, Fantastic Beast 3, The Secrets of Dumbledore. Oh, how was it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so <Is> upset. <laughs> I'm so upset because... Like my reaction to Sonic 2? <laughs> no, because you said Sonic 2 was good. Oh, no. Uh, I'm so upset because I love these movies. I loved... <laughs> Fantastic Beasts 1 and 2, mm-hmm. this is a hot fucking mess <laughs> oh, of what no. the fuck is going on. They're like, okay, we gotta have a big baddie fight in mm. the fifth movie. What are we gonna do for movies 3 and 4? Make some fucking money. Mm. Uh, there is no story. Uh, mm. No one's... Uh, did they even Story like, made any sense? I was uh, gonna say, did they have to do any like writing to tell you why it, it, this isn't Johnny Depp anymore? No. It just didn't even bother. Yeah, and Mads <laughs> Mads Mikkelsen's great in everything he does. It's yeah, just, I think it would have been better uh, with Johnny Depp. Yeah, it was fine. Um, <laughs> it's just like they really like. I'm glad that they were very like bash you over the head like i was in mm. love with grindelwald this is what why okay I along yeah, at least they didn't shy away from it they didn't shy away which made me really happy but at the same time it's like that was such <laughs> a major plot point that didn't go anywhere yeah um and so like, i'll spoil it for you right now because now it's out on streaming <laughs> yeah. like the whole plot is mads mickelson uh as um uh gellert grindelwald <laughs> trying to become the minister of magic oh and almost being voted in Okay. But then being thwarted at the last minute by the Fantastic Beasts crew. Huh. And it was just very bizarre because he was like the world's most wanted criminal. And then they're like, oh, no, we, we wiped that away. Uh, magic got it. Uh, and now he's trying to be the president. Huh. And it's just like, no, I like stories about like crazy racist megalomaniacs trying to become the president because yeah, it's so outlandish. <laughs> it yeah. would never happen in real life. <laughs> yep. But at the same time, I'm just like, this makes no fucking sense. A bit of a bit of a wish fulfillment for. <laughs> yeah, like they definitely took like whatever the most current 
news and vibe was at the time of them writing it mm. and then wrote it and thought it was a masterpiece, but it's a fucking <laughs> hot mess that doesn't make any sense. And it's so upsetting because, again, Dan Fogler is incredible and he's so fucking good at this. And then they get, like, the happiest, cheeriest ending that they should have saved for, like, mm. the fifth movie. Yeah. Weird. It was very bizarre, off-putting, Weird. poorly p- uh, paced, poorly shot, bad CGI. Yeah. Like, they don't give a single fuck for this movie. Uh, What's-his-face that we don't like? The Flash? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Ezra. Ezra, there you go. Ezra. God, I'm tired. All right. Uh, <laughs> is in it for all of three minutes, which I like, but, like, has a storyline that makes no fucking sense, and none of his huh. actions make any fucking sense. It's almost like... They had to cut him out of the movie for being a prick. Mm. But then they're like, oh, yeah, we forgot about this guy. Let's do some reshoots and put him back in. Huh. Just hot garbage. I could not say worse things about this fucking movie, which is a bummer because <laughs> I love these movies. And this is a bad movie. This yeah. is my um, Last Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> um, was it a is it a thing where they like tried to do an ending that like could serve as the end if they don't get to do the next two i don't think so because it's so predicated on being a quintuplet Mm. um because there's clearly just setting up right because oh the bad guy got away oh shucks and like Mm. the thing is like you can't do stuff like that because again you all have magic (laughs) like if someone runs away from you (laughs) you can uh teleport yeah. You can do anything. You can literally do yep. anything. You're supposed to be the most powerful wizards in the world and very basic shit. And, like, again, problems I had with, like, the Harry Potter movies is sometimes they forget their magic. Sometimes they forget yep. they are holding a 12-inch piece of wood that will summon anything in the world for you or do anything. You just got to remember a couple phrases in Latin. Yeah. That's There's all you a, need. I don't know if we're going to talk about it later, but uh, there was a, a moment in the new... Uh, obi-wan episode that kind of felt a little bit of that for me oh yeah yeah uh, i think i know what you're talking about yeah all right uh, <laughs> all right moving on kenobi okay there we go we never <laughs> we never talk about tv shows i've been really firm on that for years mm-hmm. but we're gonna talk about this tv show even yeah, though we're not yeah, five yeah. by five the tv because it is so connected to one of the best trilogies of movies all time mm-hmm. the prequels of star wars yeah, and yeah, yeah. i like to put up memes as often as possible uh, Obi-Wan <laughs> and Anakin fighting because that to me is one of the most cinematic beautiful things yep. ever made is the end of Revenge of the Sith's fight uh, and also uh, poorly acted and but in the best way from my <laughs> yeah, point like, of view like the pul- Jedi are pulpy. you like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you are my brother Anakin I loved you and that's all what the show is about mm-hmm. um, so that being said <laughs> uh, we don't want to do a lot of spoilers for Kenobi because the third episode came out today yeah and you'll be listening to this episode tomorrow so we want to get people but i just want to say uh we could we could talk about the beginning of it we could talk about the first two episodes we could yeah, talk about okay. i want to talk about this one. i know the part you're referencing though a hundred percent um but we'll talk about that next week but yeah. uh what'd you think of the first two episodes of kenobi i there were a couple of moments where i like i sat up in my chair and like th- put through oh, my hands in the air i was just like holy shit oh, this is amazing <laughs> uh Man, it really is like they're like fuck. I'm so used to franchises not giving us what we actually want. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like Marvel, it's it's Marvel smart because they're like Marvel's like a methadone clinic. 
<laughs> yeah, after we'll, Endgame, we'll give, like, we'll give you a little drip. We're going to give you <laughs> to a little get you through to the next one. That, <laughs> yeah. that 100%. That's what Marvel's like. Even in the big blockbusters, it's like, we didn't get everything we wanted. Yeah. We didn't get our Tony Stark, uh, <laughs> Tom Cruise, Iron Man. No. We got the thing we already knew was happening, which yep. was John Krasinski, uh, uh, yep. Reed Richards. Turned into spaghetti. <laughs> Turned into spaghetti. Blue spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> if uh, movie theaters that serve food for the next Marvel movie don't serve blue spaghetti, <laughs> uh, they deserve to go out of business. Blue spaghetti and, uh, was it pizza balls? And, oh, yeah. Gotta have <laughs> yeah. the pizza balls. <laughs> Fucking insane. How that was not already a thing. Like, yep. neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, but this show gave us one... The recap of all recaps of the entire pro- oh my god prequel yeah. uh, series that like immediately out of the gate put a smile on my face. Yep. It's like oh my god, they're gonna edit the prequels yeah. down to like a two minute recap, which they could be, and did it incredibly <laughs> with new music. Then <laughs> opened with Order sixty six happening, Woo. which we yeah. know why now in the yep. series, and then just really oh get god. into it. The like I watched that that scene a couple of times uh-huh. and. As it's about to like cut and go to the the new like Disney Plus Star Wars uh-huh. logo montage thing, you start seeing the lightsabers on the sides go out one out. by one. Yeah. And by the last frame, the last one on the left side is just going out, and then there's like one yeah. more on the right side. And it's like, yeah. holy yeah. shit. Yeah. It had ever um final game of thrones battle kind of feel when they're fighting the ice creatures and they send all of the thraki out with their lantern their fiery mm. swords yeah they just, just go out they just watch them trick out you're like yeah. oh we thought this was gonna be easy <laughs> yeah. oh this is a bummer <laughs> i thought jedis are just better <laughs> yeah, <laughs> their right. ass by clones. um tomorrow morrison's uh cameo oh my god yeah heartbreaking especially because he's wearing the blue and white yeah he's just like a random 501st so he'd been killing jedis but he's like fuck it now i'm yeah now i'm a veteran just i (sighs) love the woke camera they hit us with made me happy Mm. um yeah a (laughs) hundred percent and on this series uh, very end of the second episode, we get to see Hayden Christensen in a back to tank. Oh my god! Scarred. I'm loving that they're not using the Imperial March every time you see Vader. Oh yeah, sure. Like it's it's just like menacing. Fuck you, music. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my so my theory for the show is we'll get our final show. We'll get our final showdown in episode six. Yeah, uh, and that we'll we'll get, we'll get our duel of the fates action. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I don't know if it's like a Favreau thing, or a Dave Filoni thing, or even uh, Deborah Chow, who's show running and uh-huh. directing every part. Yeah, she's uh, directing every episode, which they seem to like to give out episodes to different directors. Mm-hmm. But she's they're just like, nope, you do the whole thing. You're fucking yep. great. Um, which I'm glad they have so far because every episode's been amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the edict in the TV Star Wars stuff seems to just be like, just do the thing. Right. Like, end on a cliffhanger. We want people to come back next week. But do the thing of the cliffhanger. Do the thing. Just you have to do it the next episode. And they're not afraid to use their toy box. Yeah. And I love that. And like immediately, too. Yeah. Because when you're like, oh, we're going to go see Ahsoka, you open with Ahsoka. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're not... They're yeah. not like, 
we're going to tickle balls and you're going to see her in the last 30 seconds. It's like, oh, no, this is a whole fucking episode. We're just going to give you the thing we told you we were going to give you. Yeah, it's like a member berry <laughs> smoothie served on a fan service plate, but everything's so tasty. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's so good. Mm-hmm. There's that. And without like the cost cutting appetizer or something, yeah. you know, they're, they're not filling sure. you up with rice and right. pasta and bread. I love pasta and bread. <laughs> they're just giving you the meat and yeah. cheese. Uh, Ray Liotta died. Mm. That was a bummer. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? People die. Yep. You know, there's just, there's so many like shootings and like actual, you know, yeah tragedy going on that I'm like. I don't care when when a rich person dies anymore, and I feel like yeah, maybe that's like, a lot of cynicism on my part. Just lived a life and had a yeah, yeah. I just got cynicism when I don't know the person. I'm just like, nah, it's a bummer, but yeah, doesn't affect me. That's it. Uh, Rachel Ziegler is officially being cast to play the female lead in the upcoming Hunger Games prequel movie. Ziegler will play Lucy Gray Baird, the District Twelve uh, tribute for the Tenth Hunger Games, who was mentioned. Mm-hmm. Or mentored by Tom Blythe's Coriolanus. I can't say that yeah, word. That is an awful first name. Coriolanus. 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 It does look like Coriolanus. <laughs> Coriolanus. The, the guy who becomes President Snow. <laughs> is that who he's supposed to be? Yeah. I didn't know that. Then is President Snow a former Hunger Games competitor? Maybe. Because mentors are like, typically former like winners, right? Or yeah, com- always. Yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, they have to be a winner. Otherwise, they'd be dead. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess if there isn't one available, you could just be a mentor by being a good fighter. But that doesn't mm. seem as Yeah, helpful. I figure by 10 in, somebody's probably... Yeah. 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 Uh, so, uh, interesting. I like her. I like... Uh, um, I'm ready for it. That's all I have to say about it. Yeah, Word. I can say about it. Yeah. That's, that's all the, uh, the book came out in, like, 2020. So I didn't even a, know there was a book a, for A it. more recent book, but by the same author. That's good. So, yeah. Unlike the Harry Potters, which were written by no Nobody. one. Nobody. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Came out of the ether. Just appeared one day. <laughs> Fuck you. Just appeared one <laughs> Fuck day. Fuck you. Uh, and that, that's all Fuck that happened. You. Fuck you. Uh, all right. Warner Brothers Discovery is looking at Joker director Todd Phillips to be their answer to Kevin Feige as they want him to advise all future DC films. I, I've heard that hmm. they're looking for him as a advisory role, but not to be the executive to run stuff. Okay. Is this one of your stories later? Uh, part of it. Okay. Well, I'll hold on. <laughs> but, but it's, I mean, yeah, it's... Uh, anyway, detail. Yeah. Uh, it's time for another good idea, bad idea. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Boy, do we not need more things like Joker right mm. now. We do not need uh, yeah. people to feel so um, <laughs> compared to Joker in their mm. lives. We don't need yeah. that right now. Yeah, the, It's uh, a good the, film. The quote I saw about um, Todd Phillips Tommy. not not taking on the Kevin Feige role mm-hmm. uh, was that he's uh, he doesn't have like the depth of knowledge in the DC universe. Mm. He's just like a Batman Joker fan. Or, and a good filmmaker. Yeah. Okay. Maybe they, maybe they could make a, like a triumvirate. Yeah. <laughs> but don't give it all to him. <laughs> like a, yeah. What was it? The, uh, like the old Marvel, like a uh, story group that they used to have for the comics. It was like, Brian Michael Bendis and mm-hmm. a bunch of other writers that were like, yeah, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna take hold of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
The upcoming deadly virus film, Rich Flu, has officially added actors Daniel Bruhl and Macaulay Culkin to oh. the movie's lead, Rosamund Pike. Uh, I can't remember the last time I saw Macaulay Culkin in something. Wow. I'm pretty excited about that. I like Daniel Bruhl a lot. Yeah. Zemo. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin McAllister. Um, <laughs> you know, the good son. Excuse me. <laughs> hey, Mark, don't fuck with me. God, I love The Good Son. That's a good movie. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited. I'll, I'll watch Macaulay Culkin or anything. He went a little, uh, he went a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Let's see it. Uh, Child fame will do that to yeah. you. <laughs> uh, Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy talks about how the future of Star Wars on the big screen will explore space beyond the sequels. We talked about how she is going <laughs> to yeah. stop doing trilogies. Yep. And worry about, fuck. <laughs> right. But now there's so much that's like, now the farthest out we've seen is episode nine. That now it's just talking about, like, okay, now we're going to go beyond that and we're going to start making good movies in this universe past nine. Hopefully. All right. So there still might be a 10, but it won't be Skywalker. I keep related. seeing articles about there will be a Star Wars 10, but it's not going to be the beginning of 10, 11, and 12. It'll be a mm. Star Wars 10. Okay. All right. Yeah. Stop talking about fucking Skywalkers. No one cares. <laughs> yeah. Give me just the ep- the the movie where Poe and Finn are off on adventures, realize they're in love with each other. Right. Yeah. Make it make it a little uh, R R rated, maybe a R plus rated. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready for it. <laughs> this is how you get John Boyega back involved. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll do it, but it's... there's gonna be full frontal. <laughs> yeah. There it is. More than just that. It's, it's gonna be uh, Brokeback Hyperspace Mountain. <laughs> Brookback Space Mountain's a funny joke. That's what I'm gonna call this episode. That's a good fucking joke. I wish I could quit you and Spice. It's uh, <laughs> a good joke. Uh, I said because in in Disneyland uh, they turned Space Mountain into Hyperspace Mountain for the Star Wars. Oh, uh, that's fun! And they had a bunch of Star Wars shit going on. It it was great. All the rides are fucking great. Um, I Star Tours mm-hmm. is like the best thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah, I see that. Like I really like Rise of the Resistance. Everyone loves that ride. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. It was life changing. But after the first time you do it, it's like okay. But now it's the same thing again and again. I. Mm-hmm. We stood in line for hours to make sure we could ride it twice. But Star Tours, if, I don't know if you know what Star Tours is. Yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you got the ship uh, on the wall right I there. I do have the ship on the wall right there. You're damn right. Because <laughs> I love that ride. Uh, <laughs> it's there's like 12, or it's either 12 or 20, I don't remember, different versions. Mm-hmm. So if you ride the ride a lot, you'll keep getting a different version. Nice. And that's really cool. So we did a ride, you know, version, that, and it's, you know, C-3PO and R2-D2, so it can be any era. Word. The first time we took it, we were going through like Endor and Hoth and Darth Vader mm-hmm. was after. It. And the next time we were like fighting through uh, Jakku and we landed on Batu and it was really, oh, you know, really cool. updated and Kylo Ren's there and like nice. it was really, really tight. And I really enjoyed that. And I was once again the rebel spy. 
Nice. Which made me very happy. I am <laughs> often the rebel spy because I have that face. And it was just funny because and like everyone laughed because it's like we have intelligence that this man may be a rebel spy while wearing an entire rebel trooper <laughs> outfit was yeah. the dumbest thing. And everyone laughed so hard because I went in costume, of course. So I'm head to toe as a rebel trooper. And they're like, this guy might be. like Obi-Wan yeah. hiding by looking exactly like a Jedi. Right. <laughs> like every other Jedi right. always dresses. And wearing a <laughs> fucking lightsaber (laughs) wearing a fuck the minute you ignite that son of a bitch you're in trouble why did he bring his lightsaber with him anywhere it's ridiculous in case of emergency right it's absolutely ridiculous (laughs) and also i'm gonna stand by the statement burying lightsabers in sand is stupid as fuck (laughs) it's stupid as fuck whoever does it i'm going on the record stupid as fuck i mean i guess it's like randos won't find it but in theory any force sensitive person could stumble upon it anyone with a fucking metal detector <laughs> yeah can yeah, find that's it true. guess what they that's, have they got spaceships and shit they could just scan the scanners space. right that's my <laughs> point oh, this random bit of metal in this otherwise like, completely empty desert weird i'm getting this scan of a uh, kyber crystal interesting um all right i'm i'm we're, we're meandering uh David Cronenberg's um, uh, goal for Cannes was for people to walk out of Crimes mm-hmm. of the Future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the headline reads, Kristen Stewart defends David Cronenberg's Crime of the Future after some viewers walked out of the Cannes premiere yeah, 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 yeah. calling the film beautiful. I will not be watching this movie. No. Uh, <laughs> I love that horror films exist. I love that horror film festivals exist, <laughs> even when I'm fired from them. Uh, but... I am not going to watch a body horror movie. No. Um, no, this I don't looks need those nightmares. Fucked. This looks <laughs> fucked. I don't like I will it. enjoy all of the references to it from other sci-fi yeah, properties. Sure. <laughs> Come on, Cronenberg, M- Morty, let's go. Yeah. Um, I just... Not, not my cup of tea. Um, <laughs> but that's fine. Oh, stop. Stop. Uh, 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 actor Kevin Spacey. <laughs> He's charged with four counts of sexual assault by the United Kingdom's Crown Prosecution Service Special Googly. Crime Division. Former so, actor Kevin Spacey. <laughs> yeah, former actor Kevin Spacey apparently has just been uh, leaving a trail of trauma across the globe. Jesus. A really method acting his House of Cards role. Mm-hmm. Um, I reached out to a, another Hollywood personality, friend of his, Christian Bale. I'm saying, hey, could you give us um, you know, your thoughts on this? Could you give us a... And anything about how you feel about Christian, uh, Christian, about Kevin Spacey. <laughs> and here's what he sent into us. Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! Fuck you! You know what I love about Christian Bale? What do you like? Uh, it's his, his, his consistency <laughs> <Yeah>. of messaging. <laughs> yeah. You're like, he's very in knows, touch with his feelings. Yeah, it's a man who knows how to stay on brand. <laughs> we really do need to download clips of the actual rant and the Tom Cruise one and then just have those if they're ready. Just for the record. Um, uh, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial's over. Yeah, it is. Uh, it was most of the news today. Yeah. And I'm, uh, you know, I keep swaying because at first I was Team Amber, then Team Johnny. And now I'm like, it. The, people are saying it doesn't matter because the fact that she lost is just another one of those, you know, toxic masculinity Hollywood things where it's like you don't believe women because these high profile cases happen. Mm. And I'm torn because, like, that's true. But also, like, she did herself no fucking favors on the stand. Yeah. Like... 
there were <laughs> I watched the I, my dog stepped on a B video compilations all day. I don't know if you've seen that. No. At one point, she was like, you know, describing like a day, and she's like, my dog stepped on a B, pauses for a second, and then makes a very pained face, like a very constipated face, and it's like you're an actress. <laughs> Get in the headspace to do this. I believe in you. Uh, and like people are being merciless and ripping her to fucking shreds. Uh, anyway, Johnny Depp is found uh, that he has been slandered or libelous mm-hmm. or yep. whatever, and is awarded altogether fifteen million dollars. Yep. She also wins the countersuit, and she is awarded two million. Yeah, it was like part of her countersuit, but not all yeah, of it. I it was think. Part, correct. Yeah. yeah. So she gets no punitive, but the, mm. whatever the other word is. Yeah. Uh, but everyone lost. Yeah. Everyone lost. Everyone's like, "Oh, he's vindicated." Like, no, not really, because like, yeah. you know what? Because and like the worst thing for him was like his text messages, because mm. his text messages were constantly read during this, and they are vile. Mm. Have I said shit like that? Absolutely. Do I want them read publicly? <laughs> Not at all. Nope. I think I'd lose my job. <laughs> um, the the amount of face lost for it. Like I don't know if he needed the money. Mm. I'm just not sure, or if it was petty. So like now I'm kind of changing my tune. I have a lot of mixed feelings, and the the answer from me is that I just don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't think any of us are really going to know what's happened. Yeah. Uh, but no one won here. No one no. won. Everybody lost. I think the things I've learned is that he says vile things in private and she is a terrible actress. <laughs> yeah. The, um, I'm going to sneeze so bad. It's coming out of me. And tight. Had... There um, you go. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I just woke everybody up in the block. Um, I can't wait to go back and listen to that. I'm marking down the time in my head so I can go back and listen to that ridiculous sneeze. Uh, she's a terrible actress. Uh, the pausing when she's blowing her nose so that the camera can take pictures of it is, Ugh. you know, yeah, she yeah. did bad things. But also, you know, he played, you know, the sullen, quiet, upset guy very much. But then again, like when you look at the things that he wrote, that's not who he is, but then again, he was angry. So who fucking knows? Anyway, uh, yeah. the whole thing sucks for everyone. And uh, I mean, don't shit where you eat. There's there's a lot of sullen, quiet people who are very angry and in type. Oh sure, hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> you don't know what they're they're uh, they're capable of. Yeah. You know, did she shit in his bed and cut off his finger? Maybe. Did he smash her fucking <laughs> head into a wall? Maybe. Mm. Just y'all need lots of therapy and to stay away from each other. Yep. Don't shit where you eat. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh oh, it's time for Jan News. You know it now. <laughs> so, yeah. WB Discovery. Uh, they're going through some changes. Sure. Uh, David Zaslav is, yeah. uh, is the new guy in charge. Uh, apparently, uh, Toby Emmerich, who had been running. WB for uh, since 2017, I think it was what I saw, um, is out as uh, the man in charge, but they're going to keep him on as like a multi-year deal as a producer, so he's still going to be making movies for him, uh, or at least helping other filmmakers, you know, navigate the new studio or whatever. Um, so they have decided to completely restructure, <laughs> uh, they're uh, making 
instead of all of these, uh, with AT&T tried to do with the entire business was, uh, they called like breaking down barriers between departments. Okay. Um, so they could have more collaboration between like TV and movies and whoever and, uh, different properties. (coughs) Apparently Zaslav is like, nope, I'm going to go on the the absolute opposite version. Uh, I really like what Disney's doing. Um, so we're going to have WB New Line Cinema be its own thing. Uh-huh. We're going to have DC is going to be its own thing. Right. And then animation is going to be its own thing. Uh-huh. Like, uh, you know, Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars. Sure. You got a person who's in charge of that. They have mm-hmm. their own, you know, business hierarchy. And then just the heads of those will answer to, you know, David Zaslav. Uh, so they started doing some hiring. Uh, they hired Michael DeLuca and Pam Abdi, okay. uh, who have been working together for a very long time. Uh, they are currently chairman at MGM. Oh. Uh, and have been for a while. But Amazon just bought MGM. Oh, ah, shit. <laughs> and they want to shake up their structure, too. Right. So they're going to be uh, either out of a job or are like willing to step aside for sure. this nice new gig. Uh, so they're going to be uh, hired to run WB and New Line. Uh, will probably take over in the next couple of months once they figure out their contract severance, whatever, with MGM, mm-hmm. uh, or rather with Amazon, who owns MGM now. Uh, and they're going to be temporarily overseeing DC mm. until DC can find their Kevin Feige. Right. Um, and that's where your which I, I hope is not like, Todd Phillips. Yeah, that's where I, I, they got into like. Uh, is not going to be Todd Phillips because he just doesn't have the breadth of knowledge of DC to be the guy right. who's going to run the movies, the shows, and the comics like Kevin Feige does. Sure. They want whoever's going to run DC is going to run everything DC. Um, and he just doesn't know the universe that well. Mm. Um, but they do want him. They like what he did. They like the money that he made them, mm-hmm. especially for the budget of the movie you know mm-hmm. so they're gonna keep him on as a uh, an advisor you um, get what you fucking deserve <laughs> yeah seems to be the same thing for walter hamada um who Boo. was yeah president of dc films currently um they basically without specifically saying he's not the guy uh he's not the guy <laughs> they're actively looking for somebody else um yeah and then uh no word yet on the uh, uh any names for potential people to run the animation uh vertical as they I call could it, do it. <laughs> yeah i like the dc animated stuff let me do it come on if someone from dc is listening give me a fucking yeah. job will you? well that would presumably be separate that would still be under the dc oh vertical. this is just this all is animated? like warner brothers animation oh, i don't want to do that yeah, 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 yeah. i want to be head of uh, dc animation yeah, yeah, and I'll yeah. report to the Joker boy. <laughs> yeah, boy, you know what I hate? Women. <laughs> Give me a job. <laughs> uh, and so that's that's all the uh, the news for the WB uh, stuff right now in DC. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a former DC cast member, okay. I guess, uh, who's been uh, officially acknowledged as being in Guardians of the Galaxy three. <laughs> Uh, Daniela Melchior, mm-hmm. uh, who played Ratcatcher 2 in uh, The Suicide Fuck Squad. Yeah. 
uh, Deadline reported earlier today that she will appear in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, and James Gunn, who was always on Twitter, yeah. <laughs> confirming or denying shit, uh, said uh, uh, to Deadline, I can confirm and confirm she is wonderful in the role. Uh, she's one of my favorite people and actors around, and I hope this is just the second of many projects we'll work on together. Oh. Yeah. I hope she's just Rat Catcher 2 in Guardians. <laughs> I hope yeah. she's Raccoon Catcher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be amazing. Yeah, make them dance. Yep. <laughs> She's just chasing after Rocket with a net. Yeah. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta figure out the She's pun for actual, yourself. Actual. Oh, that is dumb. <laughs> She's just playing a Ravager trying to catch him. <laughs> that is dumb. I love it. <laughs> and then uh, the last thing I have is uh, a correction from last time. <laughs> About I, time. I was on the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, uh, thousands some, of responses uh-huh. for this, by the way. S- somehow, in a some meandering uh, tangent we were going on, uh-huh. uh, we were talking about Sweden and Finland uh, joining NATO or uh, seeking membership in NATO. Mm-hmm. And uh, I made a joke about Norway, uh, the other of the three Scandinavian countries. Racist. Uh, being, <laughs> saying like, ah, no, fuck that. Uh, yeah, it turns out they were one of the 12 founding members and have been in, a, uh, been in NATO fuck since yeah. 1949. <laughs> oh, boy, is the egg on your face. Fuck oh, how you. stupid, Daniel. Yep. So the, the founding members of NATO were uh, Belgium, Canada, Denmark, France, Iceland, Italy, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, Norway, Portugal, the UK, and the US. Boy, there's a real spread of winners and losers of past <laughs> world wars in there, man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Yep. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, wow. Well, anyway, for all the many people who caught that and wrote in, we, we apologize here. Um I've docked Dan's pay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he he was a uh, he was on uh, administrative leave mm-hmm. between and Wednesday go, uh, and go Tuesday. Run, yeah, run some podcast errands. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, but I'm glad that's corrected. Is that all you got? Yep. All right. Dumb. <laughs> Why the fuck do we need this in the world? Franchise producer Jimmy Jeff. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> Franchise producer Jerry Bruckheimer says National Treasure 3 with Nicolas Cage is still in development. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm going to steal the Liberty Bell. I'm going to steal <laughs> Betsy Ross's flag. It, I almost feel like there isn't a movie Nicolas Cage wouldn't do. Uh, they made a movie about that. <laughs> about how he's broke and will take any stupid role. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other things he could steal that are like <laughs> lesser, lesser icons. Oh yeah, uh, I'm gonna steal a brick of the wall. <laughs> yeah, silverware from the restaurant at the top of the Eiffel Tower. I'm gonna steal that one <laughs> envelope from Nancy Pelosi's office that that wackadoo stole. Yeah. I'm gonna steal it from him. He's <laughs> gonna find your laptop. I'm going to steal Nancy Pelosi's laptop. That's the real treasure. I'm just hoping that at the end of the franchise, when they bring everyone back, they find out that was the real treasure really was the friendships they had made all along. (laughs) On the way. God damn, do I not need this fucking movie. 
I really liked National Treasure 1. Yeah. Because I was young and stupid and needed the money. Uh, <laughs> 2 is a uh, just a monumental piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine. What more could you choke out of this very not old country's history? Like, please send him to Europe where things are thousands of years old. Yeah. Things are yeah, thousands. That's, that's what I'm thinking is like, you, you got to do it in other countries. Now. Okay. Yeah. Like, like, go to the Colosseum and find out shit about Augustus Caesar. Yeah. Not shit where like. We still find, have someone yeah. bedpan, you find, know. Find a code on the back of a painting at the Louvre. Right. <laughs> this country is very young, and honestly, everything we do is fucking terrible. Yeah, like the Library of Alexandria didn't burn down. Yeah, like, that's that's smart. That's they just fun. moved it. You know, yeah. that's funny. <laughs> there, all the books were written in, in in lemon juice. You hold it up to a heat. <laughs> Now yeah. I know Cleopatra was a whore. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> That's what caused the fire. Somebody was trying to read the oh, lemon yeah, juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I like that one. <laughs> oh, the audience didn't like that one. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> but I, I don't need this movie. No. Nobody needs this fucking movie. That's it. It's time to lighten the mood before we go. All right. I thought this was a joke. I thought this was a joke. I saw pictures. I'm like, somebody put this out as a joke. And it's not a joke. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. There are these images of these people in like character suits. It's like latex monster versions of Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. I'm like, this is a joke. But no, this is happening. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, the live-action horror movie based on the Disney franchise, reveals that Pooh and Piglet will eat Eeyore. <laughs> it is frightening. The, D- the, did this somehow get out of Disney's I think it's parody. I think it's parody. Is... Uh, think okay. it's parody so they can do it. All right. I'm so confused, but everyone do yourself a favor right now. Just Google. <laughs> uh, Dan, pull out your phone. <laughs> Google Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, and look at the pictures, because it's horrifying. It's like you gave Phil Tippett a bunch of money and said, scare the shit out of me with Winnie the Pooh, and he came up with stuff. If you Google Winnie the Pooh, the first thing blood and honey. is Blood and Honey. And I was convinced this was not a real thing. I'm like, there's no way Disney will allow this. Did you say it? It's horrifying, isn't it? Oh my god. It's clearly just a dude wearing a creepy mask. Right. It looks like something ripped right out of the purge. It really Holy does. Holy shit. Or like Black Phone or something like that. As incredible. Yeah. So the writer released this about it. Pooh and Piglet experienced a drastic drop in food as Christopher grew up. Over the years, they become increasingly hungry and feral. They don't die because they're magic, obviously. <laughs> yeah, they had course. to resort to eating Eeyore. Then Christopher returns with his wife to introduce her to his old friends. When that happens, they get enraged when they see them. All of the hatred they've built up over the years unleashes, and then they go on this rampage. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Piglet's got some horrifying tusks. Right? <laughs> I thought it was... Like, it's funny to me, because I did not think this existed, despite looking at it. And it exists. <laughs> and I'm really excited to watch whatever this monstrosity is going to be. <laughs> 
And also, everybody in this film at some point really believed they were going to be an actor someday. Oh, yeah. And they're not. They're in Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about it. <laughs> yeah, but we're laughing about it. All right. Thank you so much to everyone who listened to this episode. Thanks, Dan, this for being here for once. Uh, definitely. You guys got to look this shit up. Yeah. <laughs> Blood and Honey. It's insane. It's gross. You can't take your eyes off. No. <laughs> Shoot us any thoughts, concerns, criticisms, or sponsorship opportunities at 5x5film at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook with all the red hot memes at 5x5 at the movies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin. The five... Oh, I almost said the 5x5 podcast <laughs> network again. That died. Thank you, Dan Benjamin and the entire team at Fireside. We'll see you next week with another 5x5 at the movies. Roll, Roll credits. credits. Oh, my God. There's yeah, already OBJ files. You can 3D print your own. Creepy poo. It's really, really bad. Holy shit. I don't want to watch that. I'm going to watch it, though.